In this Sikha, the Rebbe is going to be discussing the idea of Malachis on Yom Tif. We know that all other Malachis you're not allowed to do on Yom Tif, but of course we're allowed to do things related to food. And the question that's going to be discussed in the Sikha is regarding this permission that we have for preparing food or Malachis related to food. Is it just that the Torah allowed us to do these malachis, which technically should also be usur? Or is it that these ideas, these malachis, let's say carrying outside or cooking, are things that were never part of the Isur malacha to start with? The Rebbe starts off by looking at the Pasuk in this week's Parsha, which starts off by saying, Kal malacha they're not allowed to do any work on the Yom Tov of Pesach on the first and seventh day. And then the Pasuk says, But... Work of food you are allowed to do. Contrast this with the way it says by other Yomim Toivim, where it just says straight out, you're not, so you're not allowed to do any work of labor. And it doesn't say that you're not allowed, that you are allowed to do malachas related to food. So the Ramban explains this by saying that in our parsha that it said, any work you're not allowed to do. So that's why. The Torah had to say, but work of food you are allowed to do. Whereas by all the other Yom Toivim, since it says, Kol Meleches Avoidu it specifies what kind of work can't you do? Meleches Avoidu, work of labor. Says the Ramban, that's not work of food. That would be called Meleches Hano'o. Which L'Chatchila then, in other words, if we look at it this way, then the Melacha related to food was is not part of the Isra at all of doing on Yom Tov, because it just says, don't do any malacha of labor, which according to the way the Ramban explains, doesn't include at all the malacha of preparing food. Because really we could look at this idea of the fact of preparing food on Yom Tov, or foods re- malachas related to food, we can really explain this seemingly in two ways. One way of understanding it is that these malachis are originally usher, they're part of the general isser of malacha on Yom Tif. It's just that the Torah is giving us a special reason and an allowance to do these malachis when it's related to food. Whereas, another way of looking at it, and this is the way it seems from the Ramban, is that these malachis were just lechatchila, from the outset, never part of the isser at all. The practical difference would be if a person is not eating on Yom Tif, if a person is fasting. So if we say that these malachis are really technically inherently usur, it's just if there's a reason to cook because you need the food, then you are allowed to cook or then you're allowed to carry the food outside, for example. But someone that's fasting has no reason to be dealing with the food, shouldn't be allowed to do these malachis. Whereas if we say these malachis were never in the category of malacha to start with, and even if you don't have a personal benefit out of it, you should still be allowed to do these malachis, which were never usur. Just like a person in the middle of the week is allowed to be cooking for no reason whatsoever. The Rebbe says, seemingly this would actually be the machloikas of Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel, where they argue whether a person is allowed to carry outside a child, it's not for food, a person is allowed to carry outside a lulav, Beis Shammai says you're not allowed, Beis Hillel says you are allowed. The Gemara explains that the argument is that Beis Hillel says that once a malacha is allowed to be done, it could be for, for food, then it's allowed to be done for anything else. Whereas Beis Shammai says no. You don't say that. It's only if it's for the food itself. So seemingly we could connect it to this same idea that we were just speaking about. Seemingly Beis Shammai is saying 
that when it says that the Torah says you're allowed to do malachis for food, this is a Torah is giving you a specific reason and way how you could do these malachis. So it's only if it's going to be for food. And therefore, if it's not for food, it's just clear cut that you're not allowed to do it. Whereas Beis Hillel would say, no, these malachis were never part of the Isur from the beginning. And therefore, you could do the malacha for no matter what reason it is. The Rebbe brings the Alter Rebbe, which causes a little bit of a difficulty over here, because the Alter Rebbe starts off when speaking about the Malachas on Yom Tov, he speaks about the idea that you're not allowed to do Malachas Avoido, you're not allowed to do a work of labor, and he says what that means is any work that's not related to food or drink, and then he says, the Alter Rebbe goes on to speak about that the Malachas of Oichel Nefesh, the Torah gave us a permission, an allowance to do them for the sake of food, and he brings the pasuk of our parasha, which seems to be that the Alter Rebbe started off by saying that these malachis were never part of the Isur, but then he seems to be saying that the Torah is giving us a special allowance for these malachis, making it sound that it is part of the Isur. So we'll get back to that a little bit later. First, the Rebbe brings a Rashi and a Toisvis on explaining what Basilo says, or rather defining what Basilo says. When Basilo says that, you're allowed to do the malach even for no need. So Rashi is of the opinion that there actually has to be no need whatsoever. So you could just be carrying outside or cooking for no re- no reason whatsoever at all related to your personal benefit. Whereas Toisva says that even Medoy Rai said there would still need to be some sort of benefit. And the Rebbe is going to discuss why that is. But first the Rebbe says that seemingly... In the meantime, we still want to learn that both Rashi and Toysavus would agree that generally Beis Hillel holds that the Malachis related to Eichel Nefesh were never part of the Isur. Because if they are part of the Isur, according to Toysavus then, that says you need to have some sort of benefit at all, why should you need to have any sort of benefit? Seemingly, if we're saying you don't need to have any sort of benefit, it's because there's, if the, if the, Beis Hillel says you could do it even if there's no need, then it should be that even Toysus would agree that that means that there was no Easter to start with. But the question then would be, then why does Toysus say that you need to have at least some sort of benefit from it at, at all? So in order to explain this, the Rebbe says we could explain Rashi and Toysus' argument in the following way. They both agree, so far we're saying, they both agree that Beis Hillel would say that the Malach of Nefesh is not part of the Easter at all. However, according to Rashi, you would mean that these, that the Torah is giving us a definition of these malachis. Of, uh, in other words, as, as which kind of malachis are also, if it's nothing to do with oichel nefesh, that means any time a malach is going to be related to oichel nefesh, automatically, no matter how I do it, it's completely, completely mutar. So cooking, taking outside, I could do for no matter what. Whereas Toysvis is defining it slightly different. Toysvis is going to say, yes, it's true that these malachis are not part of the Isur at all, but what does the Torah define as the malachis that are not part of the Isur? That's going to depend on my intention of why I'm doing the malachis. If it's a malachis that I'm doing for the purpose of some sort of pleasure, of food or otherwise some sort of pleasure, then it's the kind of cat, the kind of malachis that's completely taken out of the category of Isur. But not that the malachis inherently automatically is if I do if it's a malacha, for example, like cooking, doesn't mean that any time I cook is going to be mutter. According to Toysvus, it does have to do with the intention of the person. But the bottom line from all of this is that the Rebbe, in the meantime, is learning that both Rashi and Toysvus would agree 
that as long as it's a malacha that's being done, according to Rashi, if it's a malacha that can be done for Eichel Nefesh, according to Toysavis, that I'm doing it for Eichel Nefesh, according to both of them at least, it's a malacha that was never part of the Isur Lichatchila. And therefore the question again would be, why is the Altarebbe seem to imply that it's, that there is a heter, that the Torah is just allowing me to do it, implying that it was Osir. So therefore the, the Rebbe is going to explain now Toysvus in a little bit of a different way, that Toysvus would actually explain Basila that no, these Malachois of Oichel Nefesh are Osir to begin with. In other words, they are part of the general klal of Malachois that are usher on Yom Tov. It's just that the Torah gave us a special allowance to do these malachis for Eichel Nefesh. So then what's Beis Hillel saying different to Beis Shammai? Because according to Beis Shammai, these malachis were only pushed off for the sake of food, but not that they became now completely permissible. And therefore we're very restricted, very limited, only if it's being done for the purpose of Eichel Nefesh directly. So I can't carry anything else outside, for example. Whereas, according to Toysus, what Beis Hillel is saying is that once the Torah is telling us about Oichel Nefesh, what the Torah is saying is not that we're just pushing away the Isra, but now it became completely permissible. And therefore, it could be done even if it's for a different purpose, not for food, but at least that there is some sort of benefit in it at all. And this is what Beis Hillel means, meaning to say, that when I'm allowed to cook food, just like I'm allowed to cook food a little bit more than what I need, or a lot more than what I need, because Beis Hillel is saying, I could do now anything with cooking, or anything with taking out more than what I need. So Beis Hillel is saying, just like with the quantity, I could do things more than what I need. So through with quality, even if it's not directly food-related, as long as there's some pleasure involved, this is also considered some sort of Hano, which would be similar in some way to Eichel Nefesh, and therefore the Torah is allowing it, but not saying that it was never part of the Isra to start with. So again, different to what we thought originally, now the Rebbe is learning is that the Melochas were part of the Isra, and the Torah just gave us a certain allowance, which would explain the Alter Rebbe in how he explains this idea of Eichel Nefesh that is only as given as an allowance. Which is very interesting, what the Rebbe is actually also explaining over here along the way is, that this is why in our Parsha, the Parsha first tells us, call Malacha, you shouldn't do any work. And then the Torah gives us an exception, but Malacha for food, you're allowed. Which seems to be implying that the Malacha is also. Why doesn't the Torah just say, call Malacha Savoy, the work of labor is not allowed, so we would never even speak about the Malacha of Oichel Nefesh. Because the way we're learning now is that even based that even base Hillel, according to Toysus, and so too, according to the Alter Rebbe, would say that the Molochis are generally Osur, but the Torah gave us a special allowance to be able to enjoy the food on Yom Tif and so on. And the Rebbe concludes with a beautiful Hira over here, from the fact that the Torah gave us a permission to do Molochis that are technically Osur on Yom Tif, all for the benefit of our Simchas Yom Tif and our eating on Yom Tif. We could see how important Simcha on Yom Tif is. And the Rebbe finishes off by saying, an unbelievable thing. We know that the Ha'ara, the Oyer of Yom Tov, shines down to every day of the year. According to this, says the Rebbe, that Simcha is such an important part of the Yom Tov. So the Simcha that the Yid feels on Yom Tov, this very Simcha needs to be drawn down and felt every single day of the year.